Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do my best Robert Brown impersonation. This is John. This is Pettit, and it is a prime time day. <laughs> and we are here to talk about the Saints. And the Titans. Um, a lot the of Titans. Titans. This is Obviously. a Titans podcast. Uh, for those of you um, who are excited to listen, we actually start off the episode just Robert and I, and then midway through, maybe even not midway through, literally like three quarters in, Pettit ends up walking in and comes in for the last bit and he has no idea what we talked about <laughs> for the episode but we're talking about the saints yeah and you should definitely listen all the way to the point where i get back into the episode because that's then, the best part and then once pettit starts talking just stop you can just stop <laughs> listening because it's really not important at all just kidding uh we hope you enjoy and uh yeah here i can't is, wait to listen to it as well yeah that's gonna be fun for pettit listening um, but yeah, we get in talking about the injury report, um, the Saints, and Alvin Kamara potentially not playing. So we hope you enjoy. And without further ado, here's Dolly Parton. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on The Primetime Titans podcast is presented to you today by Walker Financial Management. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL and the engine of the Titans offense, but he would be the first to tell you that it takes consistent support from teammates, coaches, trainers, and advisors for him to be the most successful on and off the field. In the same way, small business owners are the engines of their companies and wear a lot of hats. Walker Financial Management exists to support owners of small to medium-sized businesses, specifically in regards to bookkeeping. They offer customizable solutions like transaction categorization, monthly financial statement preparation, accounts receivable and payable management, payroll, CFO services, and more. If you or someone you know is spending too much time, money, or stress on bookkeeping, find peace of mind by visiting www.walkerfm.com to schedule a free consultation with a certified bookkeeping professional today. That's www.walkerfm.com. All right, here we go. This is the uh, Saints preview. I'm JG. And I'm Robert. And I'm Pettit. That was my Pettit impersonation that was atrocious just now. We've excommunicated Pettit. <laughs> Pettit is uh, not on this episode. Couldn't make it. Um, it's being punished. And I figured I wouldn't do another solo pod. And uh, Also, I was in town. So Yeah, yeah. We, it definitely, the schedule definitely worked out a lot better than last week. And don't worry, Pettit's still a part of the crew. Yeah, Pettit is definitely 100%. We know that's... Crew. Only the only reason why a third of you guys tune in, <laughs> Pettit's grandmother a and third? grandfather. We thank you. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, we're ready to talk about the Saints. Are think, we ever? I think. I don't know. It's it, it's it's crazy how we are coming out of a four game win streak against the Saints. When honestly, to me, I almost was thinking this was this was going to be you know the game that kind of started the, I guess, win streak yeah. for the rest of the season after maybe, you know, going two and two or one and three or even oh and four. 
the last four games. Um, yes, I did predict losses the last four games for my uh, beginning of the season prediction. So uh, I will gladly eat my words on that. I definitely was wrong. But um, we're ready to talk about the Saints. Robert, I want you to give your quick thoughts. You don't feel good about this game. No, I'm not. And the pri- the primary reason I feel nervous is because you picked us to win. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, JG has picked us to lose the last four games, and we've won. <laughs> and now he's changing it up and is picking us to win. Okay. Well, in my defense, I also – we are on a five-game win streak. That's true. And I did say we would win the Jags game. That is so, true. But I get why – we're just messing I, I with the, the juju. You were messing with the juju a little bit. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I am actually mainly nervous. So Vegas came out with our line, and we were we started as a three point favorite at home, and it's moved to about a two and a half point favorite. Which the way Vegas operates is you you typically spot the home team three points. So you take the and we're at home this week. So you take the home team. And you look at the line, and you subtract three points, and that's that way. You on a neutral field, you know what Vegas thinks about both of your teams. So, for whatever reason, this week Vegas thinks the five and three Saints, who just lost to the Falcons, are the we're even on a neutral field, is what Vegas thinks. Uh, they just lost their quarterback, Jameis Winston, two weeks ago, and we're thinking Alvin Kamara is probably going to be out there. They're really, really good running back so I'm nervous I feel like it's line is really really small and usually that means Vegas knows something we don't maybe something's in the water um and this is just you know the Titans got to lose it so Titans got to lose at some point right yeah or do we maybe we don't maybe we don't yeah but it almost feels like we're playing with house money right now to where it could be a little bit who knows I mean I just I I don't I don't know I think I'm nervous. The, I think the Titans fans in us as well. It's like we've continued to. It's like we're just waiting for that letdown game. Right. We're waiting for that game where we just. I mean, honestly, it's like we're waiting for another Jets game where right. we feel like we should win, and then we come out with a loss, and we look back on the season, and we're like, "How did we lose that game?" Yeah. Which is what we've done with the Jets game. So it's gonna be very interesting. I think that. I don't know. I, I overall, I'll, I'll give my kind of quick initial thoughts on it, and then we'll kind of get into some specifics. But I th- see the Saints, and you had mentioned it, the Kamara potentially might not play. For those of you that don't know, Alvin Kamara is their running back. He is a VFL, fall for life. Absolutely. He was not very much, was not used very much. I was going to say the was best. Was not used well. The best NFL player to have the worst utilization in college. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Definitely other than like there. DK Metcalf. Yeah. But I mean, he, he even had pretty monster seasons. Yeah, he did. But yes, I, I would say he's definitely up there. Um, and so, yeah, he's basically their whole offense. I mean, I, we're talking involved in the run game, involved in the pass game, every game. Like he is definitely their, mainly their whole offense. So totally. Which, you could almost look to him. You could see... He's basically their Derrick Henry, but the thing is about their team is they don't have an A.J. Brown. They don't have right. a Julio Jones. They don't have uh, – I mean, right at the moment, they don't really have a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Trevor Simeon's their quarterback. It could potentially be Taysom Hill, who is more of a rushing, dual-threat 
fine at passing quarterback. Um, he's a Mormon. He is Mormon. He's from BYU. So he's so Titans old. fans he's in the old. Bible Belt. You better cheer against him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird because, like, especially if Kamara doesn't play, I just feel like it's going to be one of those games that our defense really steps up and can give give their offense trouble. But at the same time, they have a really good defense too. They do. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, they are. And I, I actually, I kind of, I was telling Robert about this beforehand, but they kind of, they had a game a couple weeks ago where they beat the Buccaneers, and they sort of relied on their defense at the end of that game. They had a pick six that kind of solidified the game for them, and it somewhat reminded me of like the Titans Rams game where we 100% relied on our defense to to help us in that win. So I think I, in a way we are somewhat similar teams in the sense that we have that main offensive weapon. We clearly are a more we, I think we're a better offense than they are. I agree. And especially without that main weapon. And you think about their main weapon was Michael Thomas who hasn't played all season. He was the number one receiver for them out of Ohio State. And, like I said, I would already have put Ryan Tannehill ahead of Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston's hurt. Yeah. Um, so, especially over Trevor Simeon. Definitely over Trevor who Simeon. could not – let's just – Trevor Simeon, for those of you listening, he might be a familiar name to you. He literally was a – he was going to try and be a backup for the Titans. Yeah. He could not beat out Logan Woodside. Yeah, Logan Woodside has. We got to give him some props. He about is being a great backup quarterback. He has survived. <laughs> I mean, that guy has made his his job. He has fought he's for his living. living. Yeah, yeah, he's made a living. He's put to the test a lot against some hopefully, quality backup quarterbacks. Hopefully, we never see him actually have to perform. Is, yeah, I would agree. Which would because that would mean Ryan Tannehill would be hurt. But um, so one question I have for you, JG, okay. um, do you think we see a sort of revenge game from Janoris Jenkins. Do you think he maybe has a big game, a couple picks, maybe a big tackle or two? I would personally love it. I could could definitely see an interception. But honestly, the thing is recently, like, we haven't really heard about Jackrabbit because he's played well enough to where he's not really targeted as much. And the D-line's so good. Yeah, exactly. The quarterback gets sacked before, the, before any so, balls get out. And I actually saw an interesting thing that, uh, we kind of like to other Titans players have kind of been like picking his ear a little bit, um, picking his brain, picking his ear, picking his ear, <laughs> <laughs> a little Q-tip. I'm never, uh, I'm never great at, I'm never great at. Yeah, like, we were walking by Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins and we saw a lot of earwax, <laughs> and so I just sat him down and asked him, "Hey, Jackrabbit, can I can I help you out a little bit, man?" Brable <laughs> wanted me to tell you he didn't want to say it himself, but it's kind of gross. <laughs> Sorry, whole team's talking I, about it. I think I definitely just accidentally hit my microphone. Um, yeah, I, I they've been picking his brain. I mean, he literally is. He's he played a full season with the Saints last year. I think he was traded mid season two years ago. He actually was also, if you remember this, two years ago, the Titans played the Saints, and we were without Derrick Henry at Nissan Stadium, and uh, Jackrabbit Jenkins had a huge hit on Khalif Raymond. Oh, yes. Caused a fumble. It looked like it was an incomplete pass one, and it was also like targeting. And knocked him out. And Jerome Boger was the head ref crew. Guess who our head ref crew is Sunday? Jerome Boger. Jerome Boger. So is it Boger or Booger? 
it's booger. I get why you would want to say booger because we just went with the picking his ear thing. Yeah. I see what you're trying you to think, do there, you but I'm not letting Jerome, you get away with it. You think We're holding Jerome, each other accountable. I'm not letting you get away with that. That's right. For those of you who've been following the podcast all year, because Derek Henry's out, we're taking it up a level. Yeah. All right. We're not going to be there Sunday, but let me tell you this, <laughs> Titans fans. If you are there, <laughs> we made a commitment. <laughs> we'll, we'll be out of town. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, so we get an excuse, but we will be there for the Texans we game. We will be there in for the full Texans force. Team. We're bringing a crew to the nosebleeds. You know, <laughs> still working on that disposable income. Like, rate, and sub- subscribe, and maybe we can get that up and get to the second level next year. But uh, time to take it up to another level, Titans fans. This is another game where we get to go out and say, Derek, we got your back, man. Keep getting better. We heard our inside sources told us great things about surgery. Said it went well. <laughs> All right. Can't reveal our sources, but are the anonymous sources said surgery went well Derek's in good spirits he's attacking his rehab still in a boot um picture picture Gary Bertier from remember the Titans in the hospital room watching the Titans pull out a victory that was probably Derek Henry Sunday night against that the was Rams. probably Derek Henry that's a good point and let's hope and he probably had his I don't know if you know this but he has a little small chihuahua he does he's a tiny dog I did not know that yeah he lives in 12 South I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's probably Derrick Henry he could probably, probably chuck that chihuahua like <laughs> thirty yards. It's probably. Do you think his bicep is bigger than that chihuahua? Yeah, probably. So just imagine him holding, <laughs> like, like high and tight, a tiny little <laughs> chihuahua while he's watching. That's why the Rams his ball game. protection, his ball security, is so great. Peta, he, he I hope you're not listening. <laughs> okay, this is when having Pettit would maybe be good because he would kind of reel us in. Yeah, Pettit does reel us in. Yeah. Okay, so. Moving shout out to some, you, Pettit. Shout out, Pettit. We love uh, you, Pettit. You uh, you complete us. Thank goodness you're out here so we can keep rambling on about <laughs> Derek Henry's Chihuahua. So there are some guys on the Saints that, uh, other than Alvin Kamara, they got Mark Ingram recently. They traded for Mark Ingram. Yep. The Texans actually didn't want to trade him, but the Saints approached the Texans. So the Texans then went to Mark Ingram, and they were like, hey, the Saints are asking about you. Is it okay? Like, would you want to be traded there? And Mark Ingram accept he wanted to go back. So, speaking of the Texans not wanting to accept trades, do you want to talk a little bit about the news that broke earlier tonight? Real yes. quick. Uh, yeah. So, supposedly, Jay Glazer reported this is like right before the Thursday night football game. Jay Glazer reported that the, the Texans, the Dolphins were going to offer three first round picks and two second-round picks for Deshaun Watson. But they wanted the 22 cases against him to be settled. And it just it couldn't get done. And the Texans supposedly didn't want to do it because they thought when, this, when they got actually settled that the Texans could get more than that. that to me, that is Crazy. absurd. Crazy. I mean, Texans, I don't know what you guys got going on, but keep being terrible because it's two free wins a year. (laughs) So anyway, I mean, anyway, Mark Ingram gets traded from the Texans and is probably gonna be the Saints starting running back this weekend, right? I would think so. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I I don't. I don't see. um, I think so far, I mean, Alvin Kamara has not practiced this week and there was a report that it was, quote unquote, very unlikely for Alvin Kamara to end up playing if 
he didn't practice for the week. And so, I'll also say this. The NFC has a couple of really good teams, but the rest of the NFC, like the lower seeds in the wild card, there's not a lot of good teams. Like the Falcons right now are technically in the playoffs. So I think it would yeah, make sense. Are they sense. the seventh seed right now? Yeah. I oh. think it would make sense if Sean Payton was like, let's rest Kamara because you know we don't necessarily need this win and we need him healthy for the playoffs. So all that to be said, it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Um, the Saints are also without their first-round draft pick, but the Titans are without a couple of players. Yeah. Um, Lawan, hopefully he's back because Bobby Hart was a train wreck last week. <laughs> we, that was well-documented. Okay, I also did not know when I was defending him, I didn't realize Bobby Hart had been like in the league for a while. Yeah. So He's terrible. Yeah. He's um Nate Davis cleared concussion protocol. I think he's been practicing, but he had like a, a yellow jersey on or something. So maybe he's – it said he was full participant, though. Sources say Nate Davis should play this week. So and, you fantasy yeah, experts. No, okay, he's been full participation both days. Um, we got news that Julio tweaked his hamstring again in practice. We think he tweaked it. It, it was a tweet from Teron Davenport. He was limited on the injury report with the hamstring. There was a certain route that actually Teron Davenport, great follow on Twitter, amazing Titans reporter for ESPN. He actually put up the video of Julio running a route, and you could tell he was mad at the end of it and walked over the trainer after. So it's not looking good, again, for Julio with the hamstring. I don't, I mean, I don't, don't, don't tell me I told you so. Robert, about don't do it. I see it in your face over there. We still have a full season left hey, in the know, playoffs. You know what? I, what do you keep saying? It's not my money. Okay, well that and, and it's it's, it's not about, about December. Yes, it's not even about November at, at this, this point, point. It's not. That's what's wild because we are seven and two. Because we're rolling. It is not about November, and we're sitting here on Thursday night actually recording this podcast. I was just about to bring that up, and we are watching the Dolphins with a three point lead over. The supposedly all the analysts came on, out on Monday morning saying, "Who's the best team in the AFC South?" Oh, the Baltimore in, Ravens. In the AFC, AFC. Oh, in the AFC. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens, who needed a last-second field goal to be the Lions, who, who almost like, lost on to a the Colts. fluke because they had a delay of game. This yes, never should have lost, and now they're they're losing by three points in the third quarter to the two and seven Miami Dolphins. So you know who what? Started Jacoby Brissett, who then just got hurt, and Tua came in. Yes, who has a broken middle finger, basically. So, you know what? If the Ravens lose this game, or, you know, no. If we beat the Saints and anybody tries to come out next week and say we're not the best team in the AFC, then... I got it. I'm unfollowing you on I'm Twitter. Unfollowing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, have anything, to, I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> and if I didn't follow you beforehand, I'm blocking you. That's right. There you go. That's right. Um, Twitter rage. Okay, Twitter so fingers. I want to talk about a little bit about the injury report. Okay. This I'm looking at the injury report right now. It is absurd. Still, what what is the deal? We have so many injured players. I'm. I would venture to say, I think there are like 15 players on this injury report. Who Maybe are the most 12. notable right now? The most notable was Julio, like we said, limited practice. And let's just go ahead and expect he's probably not going to play this week. Probably. I, I still I feel like every game Julio has been out, he probably would have played if it's a playoff game. But Vrabel is just going to be like, hey, man, yep, we're good right now. Yeah. Go sit. Especially because the Saints, 
number two corner is not going to be playing. Yeah, he he's basically like their slot corner. His name is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. It has him on the injury report as a foot, but I think I saw something that he broke his toe. He has not practiced both days. Um, a notable one, and this is something we kind of touched on in the Rams recap, David Long has logged two do not pra- did not practices the last couple days mm. with a hamstring. Okay. So it looks like it's hamstring from the other And night. if he was limping off the field on Sunday night with a hamstring, I would not expect him to play. Yeah. I saw something that supposedly the way we handle our hamstrings injuries are just terrible. We like get them out get them back out there like way too early. Really? And yeah, I Well, we put Fulton on IR. Yeah, I mean, and we did designate him to return from IR, so he maybe could return. Um, what, who, where was that? How'd you find that information on the we the doctor handled, thing? Yeah. Okay, it was by this like doc, random doctor on Twitter that he's a trusted doctor. I I watched. He's I the, went to. He's him. the one. He's the one who uh, did the video on Caleb Farley that I referenced one episode. Okay, I saw some videos last year about Christian McCaffrey. He would. He's like a. He's like one of those doctors, like that, Twitter doctors. Yeah, like well, like fantasy doctors, fantasy football. Uh, okay, doctors. gotcha. Not fantasy doctor, <laughs> like a fantasy football doctor. He's a fake doctor. He's a. He's not a real doctor. So, yeah, I probably should have just not brought that up. <laughs> uh, well, kind of, kind of testing you know my what? credibility. But. You, you might, uh, you might be onto something because we've had a lot of hamstring injuries. This okay, year. another, a couple, like a couple of interesting ones. Rashawn Evans was limited yesterday and then didn't practice today. Tyre Tart was the same thing. Now, Rashawn Evans was inactive last week because of his ankle. So that's interesting. Tyre Tart, it says a groin. So Tyre Tart's been playing really well, too. Well, and it's funny, the main four person pass rush doesn't even include him. That's true. So he's been a great, just like extra piece. As long and as we I saw have... something interesting today. You remember Rashad Weaver? Yeah. Completely forgot about him until today <laughs> that someone brought it up. I was like, wow, we're, I thought Rashad Weaver was going to be a pretty big part in this. Here's a great question that I saw on Twitter. Next year, Taylor Lewan's contract expires. Uh, Next offseason. I knew season. you were going to ask this, and I don't want to answer it. Do but we resign him? If we can get him for cheap. How cheap? My thing is like he has played when he's on the field. He's he's great, really good. Uh, and he I'll said it himself. Answer. He said it himself that he's like I've not been able to be out there. I've missed two games. I realize how important that is. So, my thing is, who are we? Who are we replacing him with? That's a great question. Like you look at okay, look at the Chiefs. Eric Fisher. Now this one's interesting because Eric Fisher was their first round pick was a veteran for a while and blew his Achilles out. So that's pretty fair to cut him after that. But they traded for what Orlando Brown who's not playing who's very not well. Who's not playing well. Yeah. Left tackles are hard to come by. They are. And yeah, I'm with I you. almost think if we can keep him for cheap or I guess it's it's an out so his contract keeps going. Yeah. So maybe we could restructure his contract. Yep. Make him cheaper. Then get a left then get a tackle in the draft not named Isaiah Wilson <laughs> or Dylan Radens or Dylan Radens and hope that he <laughs> hey, will at end this up point being... just throw a dart at the dartboard <laughs> or Bobby Hart um, we are bad at drafting uh offensive linemen 
I mean, you could have. Nate Davis you is. You could have well, said we're bad at drafting. Well, no, I was going to say first rounders, but Jeffrey Simmons and we we the last couple of years we have not drafted. Well, no, we covered that extensively. Other than Jeffrey Simmons, who's now turning into a beast, and Rashawn Evans is starting to play better, but we don't really have any good first round picks after that. Yeah, I mean, since maybe Jack Conklin, who's off the team, and then I guess Taylor Lewan. Yeah. So I say you keep him. I think he's too good to uh, to let walk. I think but. it's I think it's one of those positions where it's hard to give up on a left tackle when you know what you got. The good thing is, is if he plays the rest of the season and we make a run in the playoffs, this is a very, very easy... It's an easier decision so, than right now. That's a great Nobody point. has to make it right now. It's a great I point. think people are just frustrated, myself included, that he's been out. But, you know, concussions, we keep saying it. doesn't matter if you're healthy right now. It matters no, if so you're healthy in December. It's actually his knee. It's not concussion. Oh, that's right. He tweaked his so, knee again. Well, supposedly, I don't even know if it's him tweaking his knee. I think it just, every now and then, it'll get sore. So they get a little worried about it. And Are they, we the most conservative team in the NFL dude, I about injuries? Think, I think we are doing, yeah. I think right now, we are seeing, like especially at one point, at the, some the fact point, that we're 7-2 and two now as well. If the Ravens lose this game, and we roll out it, having to play the Saints, with seven and two, and the and the Ravens are six and three. We might not play Taylor Wan again. We might not play Julio Jones again. We might not play Rashawn Evans, David Long. Like it's it's crazy how we're handling this. It, it is. really is. It's really it's wild. And you, you start to wonder like we're not going to know the answer until later if you had in the year. told us all the injuries we would have before the season. I mean, I would have predicted that we would be two and seven. Right. Listen now. to this stat. Listen to this stat. Uh, per Man games lost NFL <laughs> on Twitter. NFL through week nine. Top five most games missed by injured players. Titans, 160. The next team is the Giants with 140. And we the Giants are terrible. games more. And the Ravens are 128 games. So, And the Giants lost their running back. They did. Saquon Barkley. Lost some of their receivers. So it's just... It goes back to Mike Vrabel. I mean, this is going to be another Mike Vrabel game this this weekend against yeah. the Saints. I mean, you know, I'm going in. I'm expecting to win, but I'm fully aware that we could lose this game. Like, we could go out there and not look very good, and I won't be surprised. Yeah. And that'll be okay. Okay. If we come out and have a dud, it'll be okay. So you've, you've touched on how good the Saints defense is. I want to bring up a specific person. We already talked about Garner Johnson maybe not playing. Marshawn Lattimore. Number 23, he's, I think he was their first round pick from Ohio State a few years ago. Corner. So listen to this. It's similar to how we were saying we thought Jalen Ramsey was in A.J. Brown's head. I don't know if you remember the Monday night football game between the Seahawks and Saints. He was in D.K. Metcalf and Marshawn Lattimore were going after each other the entire game. And honestly, Marshawn Lattimore locked him up except for that one like 80 yard touchdown. Totally. After that, it was literally like, it was basically, ladies and gentlemen, wow. Adam. Adam, what did, a what a you, surprise! You let this guy in here. You have to turn on, turn it on. We're live, boys. We're live. Wow, we're in here. We're in here. What's going on? So Pettit has been sitting there quietly for twenty four minutes, and just to, his microphone finally worked. Surprise! Wow, this is our plan all along. <laughs> Pettit has been wanting no, to say something for we're hours. We're kidding. Uh, Pettit served. The underserved. <laughs> yeah, and is, yeah, it, let us know. Tell us a little bit about where you've been tonight. I was Pettit. just at a uh, volunteer event for uh, Nashville Anti-Human Trafficking 
uh, Mrs. Trapnell, if you guys know who who, who she is. Uh, she's Shout hosting out. this large Mary event uh, to basically bring awareness to it and raise money for it. So that's where wow. me and Chance were. Um, where were we with the Titans? We were talking about Marshawn Lattimore and if it's going to be another problem for A.J. Brown, if he's going to get in his head like Jalen Ramsey did. Um, it's definitely possible. Right now, I'm very nervous about the game. Same. My, I'm on the other side, <laughs> which big, is the issue. <laughs> my big thing is, first thing, power rankings have us consistently at two and three in all the power rankings. That's a good point. And a lot of people, you know how there's all those uh, fan accounts on Twitter and Instagram that are like, who are contenders and who are pretenders? And normally the Titans are always, even if they have a good record, pretenders. pretenders. Yep. Right now people have us as contenders. That's a good point. And that makes me nervous. Oh, the juju is against us. <laughs> what makes me even more nervous, and I already told you guys this, we're wearing the baby blue britches. Yes, we do not that win is a good point. Okay, baby blue. Robert was actually showing me highlights, though. Let's, let's go back in time a little bit, Pettit. Are you ready? Far back. Close your eyes. Pettit is closing his eyes. He's now opened them again, though. Okay. Two years ago, we played the Patriots. Destroyed them. It was like 34-17. Guess what uniforms we were wearing? Navy blue tops with baby blue powder. That was when blue. that was when Bridges. the Patriots. Bridges. Remember when the Patriots did the reverse pass to Tom Brady? Yeah. And he stumbled and got stopped a yard short. And then the next drive, Mariota did the very exact same play. And he had like 15 yards past the first down. It was that game. So we've won in them before. People have been showing uh, recently the highlight of Delaney Walker's touchdown against the Saints. Remember when it bounced um, off the guy's head? What's his name? Got fired, and then Malarkey was the interim coach and came in and and beat the Saints. And if you rewatch that play, Mariota had one of the ugliest passes I've ever seen (laughs) in NFL football, and he just back foot threw it blindly, and it went off the defender into his hands. And then kind of went off his helmet and then ran into Delaney's hands and it was like a touchdown. It was a touchdown, yeah. It was bizarre. I remember that. That was, that was his first interim yeah. coach game. It was Ken Wisenhut got fired. Yeah, that was a stepping stone to where we are now. Well, I would say we have, uh, we've about covered it from all angles tonight. <laughs> we've gone all over the we, map. Pettit, uh, I just want to let you know that if you were here the whole time, we might have been a little more focused than, than we were. <laughs> Did you that. know that Derrick Henry has a pet chihuahua? Because <laughs> we no. got into that tonight. I do know he Robert, has. Robert, if you're making that up, you have completely sold it to me. I do know he has a long-term girlfriend, and now he has a daughter. Okay. They've been dating since high school, apparently. I did not know that. Yeah. Been dating that is a long awesome. Time. How long until Derrick Henry becomes a Pantene sponsor? <laughs> what the heck? You know how... Or head and shoulders, sorry, head and shoulders. I was so confused. You know how Troy Polamalu has those hair commercials now that he's retired? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, too. Yeah, I feel like at some point they're going to have to get Derrick Henry. I mean, that braid is legendary. (laughs) I I just don't think they would consider it clean. It's definitely probably not very clean. Surely he washes it. That's right. He's head and shoulders. I don't know how. He is the Old Spice commercial. I heard something that Derrick Henry hasn't cut his hair since sixth grade. I would believe it. I would also believe it. I would definitely believe it. Well, like okay. I said, we've covered it tonight. We've covered a lot. Um, overall, are we wait? Have we talked about the injury report? Is that yeah. What you guys already yeah. Went Did through? you know about today with we've Julio? Had some, no, Julio was limited at the end of practice. Oh, with the not worried about it. I'm I not am worried, worried about it. Pettit, you might need to be worried about it. He so you need am, to watch this video. I am worried about. We had multiple people that did not practice on Tuesday or Wednesday, and they were all no. kind of star players. Such as Jeffrey Simmons, we, yeah. Bud Dupree, 
David Long. Uh, was there a few others? Harold Landry. Harold Landry. Dan Crookshank. And... Some kind of star players. Greg Maben didn't practice again. We oh, we also signed Chris Jones, the defensive back. We signed him to the active roster. Not, not oh, that he tackled. Not about, that he tackled for the Chiefs. We haven't yeah. even talked about Josh Reynolds. Yeah. We dropped Josh Reynolds. I'm so on the all I know is Marcus Nick Johnson. Westbrook Ikeen train. Marcus Johnson's getting those catches, Robert. Yeah. Josh Reynolds basically underperformed as a Titan. Thought he was going to be wide receiver number two. And, and then we got Julio. to be wide receiver number seven. And asked to be released. And now he's at the Lions. And the Titans gladly accepted. I'm going <laughs> to pull a word out of Taylor Lewan's book. You know, I don't want to say the F word, but them. F him. Him. Um, him. <laughs> I don't want to uh, say the F word, but him. Yeah, so we, we did touch on the injury report. Um, there were some as well, Pettit, who were like they were limited practice on Wednesday and then didn't practice today. Rashawn Evans and Terrier Tart. So that's not the best. Well, we don't need Evans if we have David Long. Well, well we David Long is Long. Not, he's not practiced the last two days. Well, that's where my concern lies. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Maybe we need to. <laughs> Monty Rice, is yeah, he back? Monty Rice season. Or Avery Williamson. Psych, he's well, gone too. To if anybody's still listening at this point, <laughs> <laughs> go Titans. I'm predicting 17 13 Titans, pre- although I think. It's going to be a ten to thirteen game, and we're going to have a come from behind last second touchdown. I'm saying this is the Deonta Foreman coming out party. He's going to be a beast, and we're going to win twenty seven twenty three. I think it's going to be a very low scoring game, and if the Titans win, it'll be by field goal. Nice, tighten well, up, Nissan Stadium. We've been telling you for two weeks. It's time for you to step up. Let's do it. Get loud. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>